On this week's episode of Two Views Movies, our Six Degrees of Separation retro series continues with a review of 2015's Mississippi Grind. Sponsored by Miller Theaters. Want to ring the bell? All right. Ding, ding. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Two Views Movies, a spoiler-filled podcast from Kansas City, Missouri, by two guys who love watching movies almost as much as we love arguing about them. I'm Garrett. And I'm Carson. And we are doing another Six Degrees of Separation series. This time, we're spinning off from Rogue One, which we did last time, and you know, spun the wheel of separation and landed on Mississippi Grind. Mississippi Grind. So I need you to, for our... People jumping in that saw that we were talking about Mississippi Grind. How'd we get here? Oh boy, I have not. Okay, so what was the <laughs> what was the first one we watched? Was it was the first one Event Horizon? Event Horizon, yes. No, was it or did yeah, it go? That, I, no, I Event it Horizon was, was first. No, no. You sure you, about that? You picked Silver Surfer off of Event Horizon. Okay, okay. So then it went Event Horizon, and it went uh, Sam Neill. No. No. No, it went Larry Fishburne. Yes. To Rise of the Silver Surfer. Okay, then we went from Rise of the Silver Surfer with what Yon Grafud or whatever it is to King Arthur. And then yes. we went King Arthur um did did we go from King Arthur to Rogue One? We did. Why am I not placing how we did that? It should be really obvious. But I hold on. I wouldn't say obvious, but I mean, you like oh, this oh, guy. Oh, Mads, Mads. I had yes. to get. I was. Tr- I was. Slow, I got hung up on Joel Edgerton for some reason. Uh, <laughs> okay, so then Mads to Rogue One, and then Rogue One. I I remember when we picked it, we were like, oh, we're gonna have so many choices off of Rogue One. There's so many people in Rogue One. I mean, not that they were like big, but like it felt like there was enough of like that guys in there to to get to somewhere. But then I think when you and I kind of flipped through Rogue One's cast and their filmographies, we're like. Ooh, well, I mean, there's movies here for sure, but there were a lot of dead ends, which this almost was. Yeah, I mean, I I was strongly considering Triple X too, uh, which tells you where my head was at <laughs> when doing all this. Yeah, so we got to Mississippi Grind using uh, Ben Mendelsohn. Yep, and um, this is one I think I think maybe the first retro that we've done that neither one of us had seen. Uh, that feels right i mean i hadn't seen event horizon since i was a kid i but mean you had like, seen it i had seen it but i mean this there was... is a brand new yes as if they just released it in theaters we just went and saw it yep yep and i don't think either of us had any idea what to expect i mean i i knew it was by a24 so i had an idea but you just you never quite know what you're gonna get and then you got ben mendelson and ryan reynolds which is kind of an odd couple pairing because ben is always serious and usually kind of a bad guy and ryan can't help but be a smart ass and everything he does so and he's got throwing craps on the on the poster (laughs) and so it's like okay i didn't even did you watch a trailer before we we picked this nope okay neither did i we both went in cold and we know they're gambling at some sort in mississippi (laughs) but that's not the case (laughs) i don't even think they touched mississippi 
Uh, well, they went down the Mississippi. I think that's the point, right? They were making. Well, no, you didn't get the namesake. No, it was the horse. The horse that won was Mississippi Grind. Okay, I guess that is true. I I did catch that during the movie, but I think as I think my mind latched on to the concept because he was up in what Iowa, and they were going to work yeah. their way down. They they go down by St. Louis, and they're going to go down to New Orleans, which technically also you know they took a detour to Little Rock, but you know it would have followed the Mississippi to do that. It did. Yes, they so, grinded all the way down. Is that a double entendre? I don't think yeah. so, but I mean, kind sure. Of. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, yeah. Okay. So let's get into this. And as usual, we're going to talk about Miller Theaters for a quick second since they're our sponsor. Uh, we've mentioned before that you can go get some goodies from them while you're in quarantine, but they've now created a website called MillerCurbside.com where you can browse and select your favorite treats, choose a pickup time, and you just pull up to the theater and they'll bring the goodies out to your car. Uh, I know there looks like, I think Fridays, it's in the evening time, like 4.30 to 7.30, and Saturdays, I think, is 1 to 7.30, but it's some of the same stuff we've mentioned before, where you can get tubs of popcorn, uh, some nachos, some candy, so have a movie night at home, which we didn't start quarantine watching a lot of movies, but we have been watching a ton lately. Uh, my wife and daughter have been tearing through the Marvel movies again, and I've picked up the, the itch again, so um, if you're out that way, go ahead and swing by. Do your pickup order at MillerCurbside.com and grab some snacks. Yeah, it's always good to get some movie theater popcorn with your with your movie. Yeah, you can't quite just replicate a different that feel. Home. It's just yeah. a different feel. And I mean, if you drink pop, then you know a big ass pop, or maybe an icy. You can't get ices anywhere. That's true. That's true. There's not a lot of icy stores. <laughs> no, Seven <laughs> Eleven maybe. Do, they do icy still? I don't. I don't know. Slurpees? No Were they Slurpees? Uh, is this the Quickie Mart? <laughs> Those are slushies. <laughs> Slurpees are Simpsons, right? No. Slurpees Slushy. are Slurpees are real. Yeah, what's on Aren't what's they? the quickie mart? Oh no. Uh squishies. Uh, that's that's... Gotta be it. Yeah, squishies. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you it's yeah, it's squishies. Okay, okay. you had me confused for a second. <laughs> okay, so now that we've done all that, let's actually hop into the movie that neither of us have seen, Mississippi Grind. And I'm just going to warn you, this is a long-ass description from Letterboxd, so just, you know, wait for it. Okay. <laughs> Jerry is a talented but down-on-his-luck gambler whose fortunes begin to change when he meets Curtis, a younger, highly charismatic poker player. The two strike up an immediate friendship, and Jerry quickly persuades his new friend to accompany him on a road trip to a legendary high-stakes poker game in New Orleans. As they make their way down the Mississippi River, Jerry and Curtis manage to find themselves in just about every bar, racetrack, casino, and pool hall they can find, experiencing both incredible highs and dispiriting lows, but ultimately forging a deep and genuine bond that will stay with them long after their adventure is over. Well, that kind of ruins the movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's not even like a quick summary. That's just... That's what happens. Here's what happens. Which, right. I mean, yeah, okay. Uh, directed by Ryan Fleck and Anna Bowden, which those two paired up to do Captain Marvel together. Uh, Ryan Fleck also did Half Nelson on his own, which is a Baby Goose movie. Cast, basically just Ryan Reynolds and Ben Mendelsohn, but you do get a little bit of Sienna Miller and Anna Lee Tipton. All right, so we went into it blind. We knew it was Ryan Reynolds, Ben Mendelsohn, and gambling. What'd you think? There's less gambling than I thought we'd get. I thought there was a fair amount of gambling. I mean, there, there's gambling, but they're, they set him up as he was this card shark poker player that can read people. 
mm-hmm. and they they played poker a couple times, right? But you know they were betting money at the track. They you know he was throwing money on roulette, and they're playing blackjack, and then craps. It was like that doesn't like even the description said that he was a you know card shark poker player, mm-hmm. a talented poker player, but they didn't really use that at all. Yeah, well, and actually they they assigned that to Curtis in the uh, right. description. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, he was, right. I mean, right. he, he was the poker. good, he was the good, the good poker player, but he needed Ryan there to be his good luck charm. Yeah. Because Reynolds wasn't a, a good gambler. No, he was just and, a good luck charm. Yes. And yeah, he kind of even admits early on, he, he's not a good card player. Um, I actually thought very early on when this, um, first started, I thought this was going to be something along the lines of Ben. Like, I actually thought maybe he sucked at reading people, which is why he had that um, CD that he listens to in the car that talks about all the tells and everything. And then I thought he was going to meet Ryan, who could read people, and Ben knew how to play cards. And I thought they were going to like somehow try and pair up and like almost like teach each other. Like Ben would show Ryan how to play cards. And Ryan would be able to read the people. Like that's where my mind went in the very beginning of the movie. Like that like would have been minutes. more fun. Maybe I, I don't know how I you would so. really pull that off, but yeah. Well, no, I I wanted it to be more around the game of poker, mm-hmm. I guess. And and maybe that's my fault for just reading that into it, but uh, or gambling. I thought that they were going to do some sort of team clever something or other. You know, get creative with it. And uh, that's not how this movie was at all. No, this Did is you get a. Of, sorry, go ahead. I was saying this is one of those movies where it's tough to watch because it's like the guy just keeps digging the hole deeper and deeper, and like every time he tries to dig himself out of the hole, it just falls like two feet back in. You're just like, oh man, this is so tough to watch. Born loser, gonna lose yes. no matter what. Yeah, yep. yeah, never gonna learn. It's gonna end to him losing it all. <laughs> right. You know. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I got a like in the first twenty, thirty minutes got a kind of a fight club vibe okay. of is Ryan Reynolds there at all? <laughs> gotcha. So I'm like, is this guy in his head or like a really are we really going down that path? Is that why no one's really seen this movie or there wasn't a lot of buzz because it was kind of a retread of an idea of it's all in his head type of thing. That's his confidence, you yep. know. Uh, Which I think and, is kind of in the same vein of what I'm saying, right? Like, because, you know, the whole Tyler Durden thing was like, he needed that aspect of himself to, I guess, fully realize his potential. And that's kind of what I was saying about the odd couple things. So I I think we're saying the same thing, but just coming out from two different angles. It, and I wonder if that has to do just because of they're very, they're just two very different characters in the movie. Like the guy who can't do anything wrong and is, you know, living it up at the bar and telling stories at the poker table. And then Ben, who's just getting beat down by life. So were you confused at all by what happened? Um, There were moments where I did not think that they explained things very well, not like a character telling you or something, but just like they show you things and, I'm fine being shown things and have you connect the dots, but sometimes like, what, what are you, what is really happening here? That, I mean, that I asked myself a lot here in this movie. So I, I didn't understand the high stakes poker game. Was there really one or was he only get beat up because he didn't have the money? I or really, Ryan Reynolds wasn't there. 
I don't. I got the impression that somehow Ryan Reynolds had made the the high stakes poker guy mad. Like he actually, they knew each other. There's something there, but Ryan was clearly lying, and then Ben didn't know that and got punched in the face. Right. And so so why like, did? So I, I didn't get a lot of Ryan Reynolds' character. Okay. Like, like who who was he? Did was he rich? But apparently not. You know, this touches on like my main problem in the movie, and it's something I had written down because I said you never really get what makes the guy tick. Um, he's just kind of all over the place. Like we learn things about him, but we don't really know him. If that makes sense, we we knew that he was a loner and he goes from town to town and doesn't want to put roots down or anything like that. But where's the money coming from? Well, exactly. And I also don't know if you're if he's just a really talented gambler because like when they go to the horse track and Ben Mendelsohn loses it all and they they go their separate ways and but Ryan actually won because he put a bet on the horse that he wanted to, um, and then he clearly has enough money to give his mom money. And then he goes and, you know, picks the basketball fight and those guys could have taken all this. So he doesn't care about money. So he clearly knows how to make money or has money. But you're right. I completely agree with you that that bothered me through the whole movie because I just, I couldn't relate to the guy in any way because I don't understand his motives. Like it's one thing to be like, oh, I'm just, you know, freewheeling and going to go wherever I want and live life. But like you need, you need a little bit more than that to latch onto, I think. See, I didn't get the sense that he was always lucky. You know, I got I got the sense he didn't care, but mm-hmm. I felt like he was because he was, you know, genuinely surprised as they were winning. Mm-hmm. You know, towards the end, uh, or at the end, and so it's not like oh, this is a normal occurrence for him. Like he wasn't just guiding Ben Mendelsohn right. through through this; he was experiencing it with him. So it's like this isn't his norm. Maybe he's just lucky with them together. But I didn't get that from his character because of him driving around town or driving around the country, doing mm-hmm. whatever he wants. Like I don't, I don't. And he wasn't good at at cards, so how is he? Yeah, how is he? How is he? Is he just independently wealthy? But then it didn't look that way because they were out of money and they didn't know what to right. do. Yeah. Um. And then the girlfriend, Sienna Miller, alludes to at one point they're having a conversation like he's done this before with another guy. So. Right. Which is like, which I didn't really get either. Like, what was his, what was the project? Yeah, I know. To so get like, into the high stakes poker game or was it to, well, I you almost know, thought, I almost thought it was like with a, life. Yeah, I almost thought it was like a social experiment. Like, he's this guy who has money and he just doesn't really care what he does with his life. So he tries to find these people who are down on their luck but have talent kind of guys. And then he's going to try and take them along to see if they can finally hit it big and turn their life right. Or if they constantly, you know, are on the skids and like, you know, eventually end up lying to him and stuff like that. It's just, it's weird. It did make me wonder like if, like if I was independently wealthy, you know, no family and like, what would I be looking for in a bar mm-hmm. and what would my goal be? You know, right. He's like, oh, okay. So the basketball guy only took the hundred that he was owed. He was like, ah, you win. Mm-hmm. You know, here's all five grand or something. Or something. You're like, I like, goes that what he was looking. I didn't get the basketball fight. He just wanted to get beat up. Thank you. I, I don't okay. know. Okay. <laughs> I mean, clearly he wanted to get beat up. But like, is it because he had some ulterior motive, or is it he just like that's how he gets his jollies, or he just 
that's what makes him feel alive is that he, you know, just goes and gets his shit kicked. It's kind of like the bathroom fight, right? He picks the fight. I mean, partially he does that because he's pissed at Ben Mendelsohn, but then he goes in there and fights with him. So it's like, I, I don't, it's a cool character, but it's like cool things happen. He does cool things, but it's like cool for the sake of cool, if that makes sense. Yeah. I just don't think we got a, who he was. Yeah. I completely agree with that. I, that's one thing that in the end of the movie, that's the one thing that bothered me because then they almost try to like resolve him in a way because once he gets half of all his money that they win, he, I I guess is going to Machu Picchu alone, even though he was just calling his girlfriend, telling him how, telling her how much he loved her. Like I, well, he he loved her. And then she said tomorrow mm -hmm. and then he slept with somebody else. She was in his bed when he woke up. Right. And then he obviously hit on the, the hotel staff. Right. I thought uh, the I'm hotel just... staff was just like charm. He's just trying to charm people. Yeah. I, I I took it as she wasn't coming. Yeah. Which I think is true, but it's just like, again, it feels like they wrote him to be quirky for the sake of being quirky instead of actually having some kind of root reason why he's doing this or what what motivates him what makes him tick because at some point like when they lose their last money at the dog track he it's almost like the way he talks to ben mendelson is like okay the experiment's over you know you you failed you're another one of these guys who you know i I tried to bring along and couldn't do it and you're just like everybody else so we're gone now and i it's a cool thing to think about but i'm not even sure i'm reading that right no i don't think you are either um because i just didn't the end, I thought we were going to get some of who he is mm-hmm. uh, and some of what he's done or this didn't work again or him at another bar picking up another guy <laughs> or yeah. at another, uh, you know, poker table trying to, and maybe the end goal was to get somebody to play in this tournament, but I don't even know if the tournament was real at this point. Yeah. I kind of feel like it wasn't. I feel like, well, especially when you look at like where it was at, that doesn't seem like the kind of place where a high stakes poker tournament would happen yeah just some guy's house right exactly (laughs) which i know they were playing at some houses along the way but like he made this game like it's like a twenty thousand dollar game or something like that it just doesn't seem like it's happening there so i guess i was just getting a little bit of trading places vibe and i couldn't get that out of my head like somebody had made a bet that you could turn a loser guy who can't win anything into a you know big money winner um and i think that's clearly me reading into it but I think that's the movie's fault for not making it clear just what Ryan Reynolds' character is all about. So then you, your imagination is left to fill the void. Yeah, and I was thinking he was trying to turn this degenerate gambler into a father or somebody who cares about something else. Because based on the story that he told at the very beginning about the guy who wanted to change his life, mm-hmm. you know, from not being a gambler, and then went, went back to it when she left. Mm-hmm. I thought something tie into that. Sure. But either way, it sounds like we're both thinking that Ryan Reynolds, one, had done this before, which I think yes. they basically state in the movie. But then two, he's he's got some agenda. We're just not aware of what the agenda is. Right. Okay. Or why he has it to begin with. Exactly. Okay. Well, that, I'm glad you had that same takeaway because if you had come in with a bunch of answers about Ryan Reynolds, I was really going to question... Oh, yeah, like, they said that in the middle of yeah. the diner. <laughs> or, or even if, like, because, it, it, like I said before, it's not even so much that the movie tells you that. I don't need it to. I can take context clues and piece them together, and I think I'm fairly adept at that with all the movies that we've seen, and I think you are too. 
so the fact that you and I are both sitting here like, okay, like yeah. we have the pieces of the puzzle, you gave them to us, but it's not forming a picture. Yeah, even the uh, the grandpa's justice. I'm like, is that teaching us something about Ryan? But <laughs> right. no, not no. really. Right, agreed. It, it's like, um, you know, it's like if you and I jotted down some like we said, hey, let's take an hour and just write down, you know, some some stories and some characteristics about a character that we think would be cool, and we got them, and then we put them all together. And we're like, okay, here's the ten that we like, and we're like, well, how do we fashion this into a backstory? We don't. Eh, yeah, let's we just don't. not worry about it. They'll, they'll, they'll <laughs> just they'll just think it's cool. It's just cool. <laughs> you just mean, this cool guy likes to get beat up somehow. Yeah, and then you that cast, has money but doesn't. <laughs> yeah, and then you cast Ryan Reynolds because he is cool and can make things feel cool. So then you're kind of distracted by him being Ryan Reynolds, and I think it feels better than if it had just been some other guy. You know, I don't know. Yeah i I kept waiting to see who who he was. And so that, that 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 took away from the ending that I'm supposed to get. Like I guess I don't know. Ben Mendelssohn is he a born loser? Like I, did he ended up fixing his life with that? Don't know. You're not supposed or to. Or is the picture the picture of the kid? Is that supposed to be redeeming? I don't know. I mean, what do you read into him buying his old car back? I mean, there's some things there. I just don't know really what it's telling me. Yeah, and I don't get the the cheeseburger either. Uh, other than he doesn't want the money. Like he wasn't happy that he won. He just wants to keep gambling. Like he didn't want yeah. to pay off his debts or he didn't like, like pay off your debt, start zero, then go gamble again if you want. Yeah. I'm not sure. I, I mean, there's, there's definitely stuff you can read into there, but it's not overly clear. I think, I don't think the movie has a general message, honestly. So as a gambling movie, how does, yeah. uh, how does this, this rank for you? Yeah. I I I, t- I agree with some of the comments you made in the beginning. Like I, I think you wanted more poker. I think there's there's gambling in this, but it's it's almost just a mechanism as opposed to being central. Um, it's just a way for Ben to get kicked in the balls over and over again. Um, so I mean, it, it was fine. None of the gambling scenes were like overly intense or really riveting or anything like that. I mean, him getting beat on the the full house or whatever was like the only kind of tense moment besides the end when they're throwing the last crap you know but uh, it was fine it's it's fine so throw you curveball you can't you haven't thought about any of this yet best gambling movie what would i say is the best gambling movie? yeah Ooh. um i mean obviously um you know i'll spoil myself here a little bit but i mean when i think of gambling movies the first thing that comes to my mind is rounders okay you got rounders that, that's the top for you um, I don't know. I mean, off the top of my head, I can't say that I can sit here and list a bunch. I mean, uh, Vegas Vacation clearly pops in my head. Um, I mean, what else is there? Like, Indecent Proposal. I'm just naming gambling movies at this point. And, indecent uh, Proposal, that does start at, uh, at the yeah. gambling table, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, there's obviously... Yeah, I don't know. Do you have one that you have? Well, I wrote down a few. Okay. Uh, one because I just watched it this weekend, but white men can't jump. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, I, and I was going straight like Vegas as cards, just like betting. Oh, uncut yeah. gems, uncut gems. If we're talking sports gambling, that's really yep. good. I haven't seen that yet. Uh, okay. staying on the sports gambling two for the money. I have not I seen that. That's, uh, McConaughey and Al Pacino. 
Okay. Yeah, I mean, I knew what it was. It's just been a, I have not seen it. Uh, Maverick, one of the best card movies oh. of all time. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Uh, I had Casino Royale. Okay, yeah. I mean, you could basically do every James Bond movie. It's called Casino Royale. So <laughs> sure. Got, yeah. But funny, I didn't count Casino because they just own the casino. I've never seen Casino. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. 21. Okay. Counting cards with Kevin Spacey. Okay. Pool Hall Junkies. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Miserable. (laughs) Just miserable. Not a lot of pool movies that you're gambling on pool. There are a few, but that's uh, that's, that's the gym. Delete that from memory. And then uh, Shade with uh, Sly. Ooh, I've never seen that. Never seen Shade? Nope. Hmm. Oh, I just thought of... uh, uh, the yeah. house with Will Ferrell, Amy Poehler. Yeah, yeah. But see again that they don't actually gamble. You True. know, they yes. just have a casino. So I didn't count. I didn't count ones that were like that. Gotcha. Yeah, there's at a least, lot. At I mean, least in my can... in my mind, I was trying to think of, <laughs> of you know gambling that was the central plot. Not that there was just okay. They threw dice once. Gotcha. Because How... Iron Man, he throws dice at the beginning. <laughs> How would like snatch go in? Because they're like betting on boxing throughout that whole game. I mean, whole uh... movie. Uh, that's kind of a, that's, that's kind of weak. Okay. Kind of a weak ad. Okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, you definitely thought of a lot more than I had, but, um, yeah. But I also knew I was going to ask you that question. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> Even Kingpin, they gamble on that. Yeah. They gamble on. They more I mean, hustle, I guess. I, I love King. Well, but that's kind of white men can't jump. I mean, that's, they're hustling. Yeah. Yeah. But they're betting too. They're hustling yeah. and betting. Yeah. 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 Lots of good ones out there. Sure, I know you like rounders. I think just straight cards. I'm a, I'm a Maverick guy. Sure, yeah. I mean Maverick. Maverick is more fun, right? I mean, yes. Round, Maverick it's is funny. a comedy. Yes, uh, rounders is not. And that may be Jodie Foster's best movie. Over Silence of the Lambs. Uh, I doubt that. I mean, <laughs> you, you you doubt it. Well, I mean, I think Silence of the Lambs is a better movie, but I think Maverick has the benefit of being more fun and definitely more watchable. Rewatchable on top of that. I agree. I agree. Definitely rewatchable. Yeah. All right. Well, I am already tapped out on things to say about Mississippi Grind. All right. Let's get to our questions. All right. I am Thor, son of Odin. As long as there is life in my breast, I am... I'm running out of things to say. Are you ready? What'd you rate it? I gave it a two and a half. Okay. I didn't uh, didn't hate it. I just didn't understand it. Sure. I guess is where, where I came down to. I liked I was engaged and wanted to, to know more about the characters. Like you said, it pulled me mm-hmm. into uh, uh Ben, don't do it again, you know? Um you kind of have that feel in your gut. I felt he was going to go home a loser. I'm surprised that they won at the end. By the way, Rain Man. I thought about Rain Man uh, mm-hmm. as I was talking right now <laughs> of him counting cards. Uh, I don't know if that's a central plot, but I think uh, that's the big part of the movie where he's doing that. Sorry. Squirrel. Squirrel moment. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, two and a half. I thought it's it's all right. Okay. What yeah, I'm at... I'm at a three. I mean, I, I liked it. I don't think I'd watch it again. Two and a half seems a little too low. Uh, I think if they just fixed a couple of things, I think if 
you you help us understand Ryan Reynolds a little bit more, and then you you drive something home at the end. Like it felt ripe for some kind of commentary or message about either Ben and or Ryan, but there's just nothing there. Um, and I, I think had they done that, I probably could have gotten up to a three and a half because I was I was in I was in. I liked Ben Mendelsohn. I thought he did good. I liked Ryan Reynolds. I liked the concept. I liked the, you know, odd coupleness to it. But it just didn't quite come together in any kind of overly memorable way. It's not a very memorable movie. So you were at a three. Yeah, I think as far as if I if I do ever rewatch it, it'd be more to try to understand it and see if I missed something sure. along the way. Um, beyond that, it's not going to be high on my my rewatchable list. I agree. What was your favorite moment? I guess uh, the blackjack at the end. Okay. And so between the blackjack at the end, them start rolling, and then the craps, because craps is really where I thought, I don't know what's going to happen here. Sure. And so that's the end scene of, I liked him throwing the, the chip to him, because it was his lucky charm, mm-hmm. you know, and then uh, obviously that, that winning in... Uh, I didn't want Ryan Reynolds to win that. I wanted Ryan Reynolds to keep losing, but Ben winning. Mm-hmm. You know, even if he was betting, you know, the just a hundred, and Ben was right. winning lots. Of, I, I kind of wanted to keep that dynamic of Ryan can't win on his own, but I guess together they're winners. Mm-hmm. Is how you're doing it, but but no, probably that that end scene. What about you? Um, I liked the bathroom fight. Uh, specifically how Ryan Reynolds just sticks his knee up against the guy <laughs> as he's using the urinal. I don't know why I found that so funny. And like, cause clearly the guy is not going to be able to move because he's in the process of going to the bathroom, but he just walks in casually and just sticks his knee right up against the guy. And then I was like, well, is he, what, why is he doing that? And then I realized that he was doing that. So Ben could get his ass kicked and then he goes back in and joins the fight. But I, I thought that sequence was just everything about it was just a little bit funny and kind of cool. Cause he's like, okay, you lied to me, you lost our money, and now you have to have some kind of like, you know, punishment for that, but I'm not gonna kick your ass, but these guys are gonna kick your ass. So I had a couple thoughts on that. One, the fact that he used his knee was I was like, Well, that's not how I would have done it, but <laughs> sure. that's funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Put your knee in the guy's bag and opposed to just pushing him. Yep. Um, but the other thought was when he start when those guys came in and obviously were assholes, mm-hmm. I thought uh they were uh, Ryan Reynolds was somehow going to handle all three of those guys and take their money and they were going to be, <laughs> yeah. you know, they'll be back, you know? Okay. Okay. We have a thousand bucks now. We took off these guys. Let's, let's yeah. get another shot. It's just to show how another, okay. He's a badass. How, you know, it kind of give another thing of Ryan Reynolds. I mean, <laughs> it clearly didn't fit with the rest of the movie, but no. it was like, what's his plan here? He's going to pick a fight and beat up these guys and take their money. That's kind of where our, where my brain was going. Maybe cause I, I wanted to see a fight. Yeah, I could definitely see that. I, I could see an action scene breaking out there. It, it felt right for it. Yeah, because it's not just guys. It's, it's you know, jerks coming in. They've already established that these guys are okay to beat up. Yep, exactly. So, so what uh, what's one thing you'd change? Yeah, we talked about it. I won't belabor it, but you, you, you got to give me a little bit more insight into Ryan Reynolds' character. Um, I know things about him, but I don't understand him, and that's a problem when it's... 50% of the two characters in the movie. So, yep. Uh, I would change mine to that as I didn't really come to that conclusion until we started talking about it. Mine mm-hmm. was uh, just a theme. Like, I, I didn't know what my theme was supposed to be. What was my takeaway from the movie? Right. I, I, I wasn't 
I didn't have a direction of what I thought that they even realized. If I anything. agree. Yep. And so completely that's agree. Kind of left me hanging there. Of okay, so they have money. I guess. Mm-hmm. Now so, what? Yeah. Now what? Yeah. Right. All right. What was your casting change? So obviously not a lot to choose from here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not gonna have a cop out like you and say, "Oh, nobody." Um, so I I swapped out the prostitute. And uh, which one? Put, uh, Ryan Reynolds. Okay. So and Sienna I put, Miller. Yes. Okay. And I put in Blake Lively. <laughs> okay. Me, because I felt like they've never been in a movie together. And I feel like when couples do movies together, it's usually kind of this under the radar, not very good movie. And so okay. I felt like it was a good one to put Blake in and uh, kind of have their, their scenes together. And they, and they don't end up together. So it kind of all fit in my mind. Of, okay. Not how you would think that it would go. You're like, oh, okay, Blake Lively, she's going to fly down there and they're going to happy, you know, forever. But it's mm-hmm. not. She's a hooker. And uh, and I just thought that would be a good uh, good thing, better than what we got. You do know they've been in a movie together, right? Are, the, are you acknowledging Green Lantern? Yep. I mean, you have no. to acknowledge it. <laughs> I mean, it exists. <laughs> just making sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Then they meet on the set of that, I guess. Yeah, because he was married to Scarlett Johansson before that. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't think I knew that. Yep, he was. Maybe I did know that, and yeah. <laughs> well, Deadpool and Black Widow, huh? Uh-huh. So, so I, what's your cop I did ha- I did have a really hard time coming up with something. Did not want to take out Ben Mendelsohn or um, Ryan Reynolds, and... I went with the other um, prostitute, Vanessa. Uh, okay. When she first popped up on the screen, she gave me Aubrey Plaza vibes um, from Parks and Rec. And I can so see I that. Just said, okay, that's fine. I have no other real meaningful reason to swap anybody out, but she reminded me of Aubrey Plaza, so that's what you get. That's sad for her. She what? gets replaced because she reminds you of somebody more famous. Well, I mean, if anybody should be sad, I mean, she's going to blame you because you're forcing me to pick things. So I just have to come up with something that I feel like is totally arbitrary. So then I'm like, oh, you look like this person. You're in. I mean, you could at least pick, well, she's a better actress. So it'd make the movie better. Something. Uh, I mean, that. Or as a pro, she looks more like a prostitute. So I'm going to put her in there. Nope. They just kind of look alike. They just kind of look alike. So I'm taking the other one. Yep. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, What award are you giving this movie? I struggled with this one. Yeah. Um, I went, and that's where I started. That's when I started naming the uh, gambling movies because mm-hmm. I said worst gambling movie <laughs> with a question mark. With a question mark. That's funny because uh, mine has a question mark too. <laughs> <laughs> What's your question mark? I said, "Hey, Ryan Reynolds cannot be a total smartass." <laughs> Award? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Because I feel like he's the same person in every movie, and he kind of was the same guy in this movie, but dialed way down. I mean, it's not like you can't you can't make him uncharismatic and unhandsome. No, so, but you it's, it's don't like, have to make him be like constantly witty and a smartass, and like have a quip for everything. Well, he didn't quip so much in this. No, but you know what I'm saying. He's like he's always just like rapid fire, running his mouth. Uh, you know smart alecky and he he just rarely tones that down and he kind of did in this one i mean it's hard i mean it's not like you can cast uh chris hemsworth and say okay you're going to be the underdog you know 
It's like sure. Momoa, you know, it, you, there's certain people that they're they're stuck, they're pretty, and they're going to be in movies like that. Sure, but I think there, there's a difference between that and always being, always acting the same. Like Chris Hemsworth has clearly become funnier, right? And, and we've clearly also seen him be serious. Well, Ryan Reynolds just doesn't really be serious anymore. He's just always on. But I, I feel, feel like, like this was toned down. I feel like if you, yeah, if you're casting Ryan Reynolds, you want that. Well, sure. I mean, it's and I'm sure the movies that he's not. Well, he's a uh, oh gosh, there was one. Um, I can't think of it now, but they're not very good movies. Uh, I need to go f- flip through his filmography, but there's a uh, there's some that he's you know tried to to go off the beaten path and do something else, and they're just not. People want Ryan to be Ryan. Yeah, and I'm sure some of this has gotten worse since you know since he really came into being a smart ass. Like I know he was a smart ass back in like blade three and stuff like that, but there may have been other movies here and there, but I just feel like for the most part, he in, in recent years has definitely leaned very much into the smart assness. So yeah, yeah, we both struggled with awards here. It's a very not memorable sort of just kind of run of the mill movie. So it's hard to really dole out an award for something that's so middle of the road. Um, all right. If you like this movie, you would like, so I went with Shade, and it was more of the content and the fact that uh, I think most people haven't seen it nor heard of it, um, but it's got a pretty good cast. It's got uh, Sly Stallone, uh, Melanie Griffith, Jamie Foxx, Andy Newton from now mm-hmm. Westworld, um, and Mission Impossible 2. Don't forget, she was in yeah. that gym. Uh, Gabriel Byrne from Usual Suspects. And uh, Stuart Townsend, it's uh, is definitely not the same tone, but okay. it's about gambling. <laughs> okay. So that's that's how it got got in here. It's not a, uh, it's definitely a different feel completely. But it's one that I thought uh, if you're looking for a a cards movie, and one that you've not probably heard of, go for a, go for Shade. Man, I will tell you, if there's that many people in it and I didn't hear about it and it's not on people's list, I've got to imagine it sucks. I bought this in 2006 and I haven't seen it since, but I'm anxious to now. But uh, it is one of those that I think was fun. If I gave this a two and a half, I think it'd be a two and a half or a three. Okay. I don't think it's lower than that. All right. Yeah, I just usually if there's those big, huge ensemble movies and you haven't heard of them, that means that they are terrible. I wouldn't say it's a huge ensemble. I mean, that's that's a lot of names, especially if you throw yourself back to 2004 or 2003, whenever it was. Yeah, well, Sandy wasn't a huge name. Slide. Sure, but she had been in Mission Impossible too, so that she had some, and other movies. So people knew who Gabriel Byrne was and Jamie Fox, and definitely. Stallone and Melanie Griffith. So, I mean, it's there. Should be. It should be there. You should give it a give it a look see. <laughs> I don't think so. Um <laughs> I I kept it pretty straightforward. I I just said Rounders. Just Rounders. I yeah. mean, Rounders is is a great movie. Yeah. It's better than this. It's in the it same vein. Better. It's it's dramatic. It's, you know, not it, not high-paced or anything. It's a closer feel tonally, for sure. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I mean, you can't argue with Rounders. It's, it's, a, it's a good movie. Yep. Very quotable, especially highly, for playing cards. Highly quotable. Highly <laughs> quotable. Yes. I mean, John Malkovich alone can be quoted almost daily. <laughs> <laughs> and you do. I know. It's and impossible you do. not to. <laughs> All right. Well, that does it for Mississippi Grind. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Carson, where can they find you on Twitter? At Carson Graff, G-R-A-F-F. You can find me at, at Two Views Garrett, G-A-R-R-E-T-T. You can find the show on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at, at Two Views Movies, or you can email us at twoviewsmovies at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the show via Apple, Google, Spotify, everywhere you listen. We are basically there. Be sure to leave a review if you're on Apple to help spread the word and let everybody know you're a fan of the show. We'll be back next week. Um, with with something Ryan Reynolds, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's our that's our only hope. Well, no, not true. Sien- Sienna Miller actually has a lot of stuff. Really? Yes. Um, we'll we see. Can explore that, but yes, I would say most likely Ryan Reynolds, and he's got some movies that I haven't seen that I wanted to see. Like, did you see the one with him and Kevin Costner? I feel like you would have. Give me more. I think it's called Criminal. Is that the one where like Kevin Costner's soul gets put into somebody else's body or something like that and he was a bad guy what hold on uh <laughs> yeah here his, his yeah, soul look. was nope. taken hold on here i'll read the description to you <laughs> cia agent bill pope is on a mission to track down a shadowy hacker named the dutchman when he gets mysteriously killed an experimental procedure transfers his memories into a dangerous ex-convict when he wakes up, Pope's memories, his mission is to eliminate the Dutchman before the hacker launches ICBMs and starts World War III. Oh, good. Hackers. Oh, wait. Is Ryan Reynolds... Okay, Ryan... I was kidding the cast. <laughs> is he, like, oh, is he no. even in it? <laughs> <laughs> no. I was like, oh, no, Ryan Reynolds isn't even in this, but he is. So we have to figure out how to find it also. So may, maybe criminal. Yeah. That's just something that happened. <laughs> All right. All right, we'll have something for you next week, though. We will catch you next time. What should we do next? Something good? Something bad? Bit of both? Bit of both!